Welcome to the Homegirls. Four top producing mega realtors, moms, wives, and friends talking about real estate and real life. Angela, Kristen, Jessica, and Lindsay are in the top 1% of all real estate agents and would be honored to receive your real estate referrals in Colorado. Join us as we drop a new episode every Monday anywhere podcasts are aired, in real life on YouTube, and connect with us every day on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HomegirlsCO. Thanks for listening. We love you. All right, guys. <laughs> hey, it's Kristen with the Homegirls here. Um, we have a special guest today that I personally am super excited to interview. Um, we've got Nathan Carroll on here from Fall River, Massachusetts. Um, he is with the Echelon Group. And Nathan, of all people that I've ever wanted to interview, I never thought in a million years we would interview you or you would even want to come on our show. I want to hear it from start to finish, how you got in the real estate game, why you got in the real estate game. I want to hear everything from high school on. I want to hear your story. That's what's up. Yeah. So thank you for having me. You know what I mean? It's still nice to speak to all of you. Um, I don't know, man. I'm not really a good narrator, but like, as far as like real estate goes, um, little background. This is like my fifth year that I'm currently in, my third year full time. Um, prior, prior to like being an agent, starting a team, all that. Um, I was just buying income property in the city that I lived in, and you know, after a couple, after a couple transactions, I kind of like you know was just analyzing the people that were helping me in the business itself and. I thought it was something I thought it was something I could I could kind of jump in and, and, and you know um that I would like to do I really didn't see it I didn't really didn't see it like um you know me being as successful as I am or like anything else you get involved in it you kind of don't know everything that it entails you know what I mean you got an idea about the way something works in your mind and then kind of go through the journey and you, and you, and you learn and it's different than you thought but that's basically how I started out in real estate and, um, you know, I, I had a little bit of success out the gate. I've been able to surround myself with the right people and, and build on it going forward. So, so it's been exciting and it's been dope, man. I'm glad that I did it. Okay. Um, I have like a crazy burning question. So first of all, my entire outfit today has been brought to you by TJ Maxx and Home Goods um, because I know that you have some kind of burning partnership with them yes. i just have a question when was the last time you were in a tj maxx home goods and what the fuck happened so i have a question as well because i didn't even know you could wear home goods on your body <laughs> um, so congratulations for that um to take the effort to go to home goods and and, and have a shawl tail it out of a, a, a house blanket is, that, that's a lot so maybe I got to reanalyze. If people are putting that much effort into it, I got to reanalyze how I feel about TJ Maxx. I don't think I've ever been in one. Um, <laughs> but I've been in home goods and I really don't have a problem with it. You know, um, it's worked for me in the past. TJ Maxx, I'm just not a fan. I was somewhere the other day and it was a TJ Maxx and I was with, I was with my uh, one of my assistants and I was like, after we eat, let's remind me to do a picture of me like kneeling on the hood of my car like flipping off the tj maxx logo behind us but i didn't i didn't have the time to do that other other fires came up and i had to put them out but like really the thing with tj maxx was 
I don't know, it's just like a basic low-key place that I don't associate with. And one time I made a joke about it. Like I really just, you know, just cracking a joke. Like if I had made a joke about Applebee's or something. But it turns out like a lot of people are clinging to TJ Maxx, man. They might not, they might be pretty close to the bottom. And if they fall off of that, it hurts them. So like I got a really tremendous negative reaction. And I'm like, yo, you know, whenever I have a really good day or I cash a big check or even if I'm bored, I'm just going to say something about TJ Maxx and upset strangers. And I've been running with it ever since. I mean, I love that. I go to TJ Maxx very often, and I don't consider myself, like, about to fall off the bottom. Um, right. But, you know. <laughs> it's like, Have you been to a roster before? Like, you wouldn't feel like a more attractive human unless you've been inside of a Ross with your makeup on and, like, looking right. Um, but I, I think it's hilarious, personally. Um, I go to Home Goods a lot because we stage homes, and they got a lot of crap we have to buy there. Right. Um, but... I feel like something must have happened to have this kind of reaction to the TJ Maxx. <laughs> no, it's more of just like a king move, like separating yourself from the lesser thans. But other than that, I've never, I've never had an experience um, inside of a TJ Maxx, and definitely the the circle I conduct myself with, like I don't, I don't allow TJ Maxx in my orbit, so I can't say I've had a negative interaction. I think so. Where do you shop? Um, like I like Macy's. Um, I used to shop at Bloomingdale's a lot. I try to cut that out now. Um, like I, I wear just like a lot of sneakers and polo. So like Macy's is cool with me. Uh, or like Foot Action, Foot Locker online. I was ordering a lot of stuff off COVID, which you know, because things closed down, and that's terrible because I like instant gratification. And um, but yeah, those are like the places I shop really. It's good to know. In case we want to send you something, if I see something that's I catch it, but I might also have seen it at Macy's. I'm like, maybe something from Home Goods or TJ Maxx. I don't know. Home Goods all day. I got no problem with it. You know they're the same company, man. That's fine. It's like, you know how someone's a pretty sister and an ugly sister you just associate with the pretty one? That's Home Goods. That's so awesome. That's hilarious. Oh, shit. You said that you surround yourself with the right people. Who are the right people in your world and what's their role? Yeah, there's like blessings, right? So, um, especially like starting a team recently, uh, that, that's important. So I had bounced around doing real estate here and there from different, uh, like different brokerages and they, they were good and shit. And, you know, you just meet people in the game that they, they may like, just like you, you get personality, you think you're different and you, you kind of pick up business with some straight edge people that are killing it. And I just happened to, uh, I had a friend that was doing real estate, came in like a little after me, and he really got a head start in a game, and he kind of brought me over to the to the place where he learned the game and we're killing it, and I fell in over there. And um, once my brokerage fell in place, like I knew I knew I was wide open, I knew I was gonna do well. I kind of like picked up, you know, because he already had his, he's already captain of his own ship, and he already had his little crewmates. So I was like, I'm gonna build the same thing on a team. So you find people that are suited. Uh, to doing what you do, how you do it. But like everybody, you get your role players too, right? Like not everybody's going to be great at everything. If I was, I wouldn't I wouldn't need people to rely on. So that, that's kind of the business model, how I built it. And it's like everything else, it changes. Like you never hit your business model goals and and you rotate people and, and you bring people on. And, and if you bring someone on for something and they're suited for something else, you kind of just move them in that position. So it's, it's all like playing like a team, you know what I'm saying? So you just started your team. I'm terrified to start a team and like my production, I probably should. 
what was the one thing that happened that made you go, I have no choice but to do this? No, I, I mean, I just fell into it. It was just perfect timing. So what had happened was um, I had a goal. You know, my goal was to double my income. Um, and I kind of capped last year for my market and my price point. And I knew early on I wasn't going to be able to do it. Um, my end game, my end game with real estate is I kind of want, I take my commissions and I take, I take my money that I make. I want to put it into holds, right? Um, like build up my rental income. That'll be my retirement. So the two ways to go about that is you're using your commissions, maybe you do a couple flips, but to generate that revenue, instead of just jumping right into flips, um, was to build a team because I was like, I'm always busy. Um, I always had more, more like clientele or leads than I could get at. And then when I met Sarah, she was kind of a different market price point than me. She was a little bit of a higher price point, more suited for that. So I, but I was getting those calls. So we just fell into it and it kind of happened like accidental. It was like an more of an opportunity that we took advantage of than an actual plan. But then once we had it popping, we, we built the business plan around it. So tell me about Fall um, River. You are obviously from there. You're obviously selling your business there. Tell us about Fall River. Like, what are the price points? What are you, where did you grow up in Fall River? Tell us, tell us about it. Yeah, so Fall River is cool, man. Obviously, I love it. It's my hometown. I'm still here. I choose to work here. Um, and it's just a cool, it's a cool little city. So we're in Massachusetts. We're about maybe 40 minutes from Boston. 15 minutes from Providence, Rhode Island, uh, in an area of Fall River called the South Coast. Um, I grew up, I grew up in Fall River in the Maplewood section on Kennedy Street when I was younger. Um, I had family scattered across the city, and, you know, a lot of friends. I played ball. I went to school out here, so I bounce around the whole city young, you know, get to know it, get to love it. And then, you know, as an adult, I lived, I lived different areas, and then I invest in different areas. So, it's a cool little, it's a cool city. There's probably like, it's not a huge city. It's probably like 100,000 people here. Um, I say 40% of the city is a rental, a rental community. So we get a lot of A, either first time home buyers buying in the city or buying in the surrounding suburbs. We also get a lot of people that grew up in multifamily. They don't mind living in a multifamily when they buy their first home, you know, subsidize the mortgage. And then of course, because we have such a plethora of income property. We get a lot of out-of-town investors. So that's basically that's basically our market. Um, when I first started, it was investors and first-time home buyers. And now, of course, with the market shifting towards such a strong seller aspect, the past the past year and a half, I've made an effort to go after that market. So now we're doing a lot more sales. Um, so it's really four markets that I get to work. Right, it's first-time home buyers, it's investors people selling their homes and then it's people buying or, or selling bigger uh, price point homes in the suburbs. What's your price point? So it depends on what you're looking for. Like four has been skyrocketing. Like right now, um, three families are going for like probably 350 to $400,000, which is a big jump from when I came in the game. Same thing with single families. They're probably getting a, a decent, pretty good single family for around 300 to 350,000. Um, that's in Fall River. Once you hit the suburbs, there's no real multi-families, but the price point's higher for single-family homes. That sounds com comparable to Pueblo. So tell us a little bit about, you have such a really strong social media presence, and yeah. I think the reason why you have it is because you're you. Mm -hmm. um, you don't put a front 
um, you put yourself out there. Has that came back to you in a negative light? Absolutely. Um, you know, sometimes you're going to get comments. Like when I first started, like I would get a comment online from someone like I never met, I never met before in my life. And you know what I mean? You, I was kind of new to the game, so I'd take time out of my day to argue with them for a half an hour when I could have been like eating chips or something more productive. And then you hear, you might hear things about something like this and that from somebody local, but I mean, it, it's never affected me from doing what I want to do and building what I want to build and, um, you know what I mean? Growing, growing every day. So, so I just, it is what it is. I don't really, I don't really think I'm a negative person where I'd, I'd make personal comments about someone or not like that. And at the end of the day, we're really, we're really not the softest city on the planet. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not here to accommodate like a perfect stranger's feelings. The food chain doesn't work like that. And, you know, if someone, someone wants to not like you and you've never done nothing to them, they can, they can cry as loud as they want. But I mean, it's, it's not changing anything I'm going to do in my life. A good attitude to have. Have you ever, has anybody ever reached out to you because of how you are on Facebook by your house? Yeah, so I've gotten, I've gotten business like that and then I've just gotten other opportunities in life uh, from, from people, you know what I mean, to be able to grow and to learn um, probably because I stood out a little bit more. So I can say it's the good and the bad, but I mean, the bad's really outside of me. I really, you know, I mean, just like anything else, there might be a hundred people buying or selling a house. You're only going to get one in your market, right? There's a lot of agents. So I, I don't think I've ever taken a hit. I don't think I've ever taken a hit professionally, uh, maybe early on, but at the end of the day, we've got a tremendous work ethic. We've got a tremendous um, dedication and knowledge of the game. And, and you know, it's like every one thing of people like, yeah, he's this and he's that, but he doesn't sell anything. And, but we, I'm not saying, um, I'm the best or anything like that. But if you look at how long I've been doing real estate, like, yeah, there's probably a couple people that are doing better than me numbers wise, but the majority aren't. And, you know, so, so it's like anything else. If you, if you want to, if you want to be a certain way, you better put the numbers on the board and we definitely have no problem doing that. And anyone that's in real estate, I don't care what your style is. If you're building your own business from the ground up, you know, the amount of dedication and, and the sacrifice that you put into that. So, real people are going to always respect that and want to work with you. I, I love that. Like we, on here, we interview a lot of different people. We interviewed a guy who has, you know, tattoos all over his face, all over his body, and he kills it. And then there, there's you who hasn't changed to be in a suit and a tie to walk into a house and sell real estate. You're being you. You're staying you, but yet you could still negotiate the hell out of the house and get a good deal for your clients. So it doesn't—it doesn't matter about your appearance. It doesn't matter about how you portray yourself. It's how you take care of the clients, and that's what we like to interview on here, and that's what we like to portray. There, it's not—it's not the suit and tie business that everybody thinks that it is. Right. That's about you. I like how open you are and how blunt you are. Well, real estate's just filled with a bunch of egotistical assholes who don't do anything. I mean, like, that's just the truth. And so, like, I think you're super refreshing in the respect that, like, not only do you tell everybody I'm better than you, you are, you can back it up. And that's what I like about you. Yeah, it, I do that. Like, I like to torture nerds. I'm not going to lie about that. But um, I think, like, in my personal, in my personal market where I am, 
even like if, if there's like maybe three or four people I don't like and like they know it. Um, but outside of that, outside of that, like um, I'm pretty cool. And, 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 you know, even if someone's not feeling me, that's their personal thing. I like to do business. I like to just keep it pushing. I don't like to get affected by that. But, um, yeah, so it is what it is. You know, I'm not, I'm not really here to hurt anybody's feelings or rubbing the wrong way. And, and I do like, I do a lot of arrogant shit online all the time, but that's just marketing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm not, I don't really think I'm better than anybody except for like, um, unless you're just a sucker like in life you know what i'm saying unless like you're one of those people that you describe um you know what i mean if you're gonna walk around like you're better than people and you're not like i'm it's cool to have someone deflate you a little bit yeah what are you doing for like growing your business like how do you market because i you know we hear a lot about agents that door knock and do those mm -hmm. kind of things i can't see you door knocking but tell me if you do i mean it doesn't seem like something that you do what do you do that's different than everybody else yeah, you know, I don't think I do anything really different um, than anybody else outside of, outside of like, you know, maybe how I come across. But I think, you know, all successful people do the same things. And especially in real estate, if you've got a niche, you're going to do the same thing as everyone else. So I kind of, I try to learn from them. One thing that really blessed me in real estate, not just falling in with the right people locally, but you meet a lot of really cool people from outside the industry that are successful in their own right and they, they share with you what works you know you can never get around you can never get around putting the hours in and you can never get around the work especially when you're starting as an agent or then starting a team or whatever endeavor you got to wear a lot of hats then you get the income and you kind of delegate but um you know i just my first maybe two to three years was all just self-generated leads like there was no paid marketing just people hitting me up to buy houses and you know i'm not from the richest area in the world so so to be able to crack six figures your your, your first year full time off of uh word of mouth it, it's pretty dope you know you're doing something right yeah. and um then outside of that i just learned like just regular shit, right like all right you're gonna get a zillow zip code and then you're gonna get some real to dot coms. And then I tried like other lead systems that did or didn't work. As far as like sellers go, that's the bread and butter. But like I don't door knock, I don't cold call, I don't do mailers, but like that doesn't mean that I don't have people that are down with me that that don't do those things and fill those voids. You know what I mean? So so I just yeah. I try to move like that. I would love to know what a closing gift from you looks like because it's always like a really hard thing for me to find like my niche and like how to you know get a little bit of me across in a closing gift you give closing gifts or are you not a closing gift guy i'm a slacker um i'm a slacker <laughs> just just my smile and your keys man but no um <laughs> maybe i'll throw in something from tj maxx if i hate them but i haven't uh i haven't run across a customer yet that i i don't like enough to do that to them um bottle, i'll give i'll give like a bottle of rose just because um just because I keep those around, I, you know what I mean? Those, those are always available. So bottles of champagne is definitely the closing gift. So tell me, okay, so take real estate out of this. Who are you? What do you do when Facebook is off? And you don't, don't, don't get too personal, please. Right. <laughs> I don't want to go there um but what do you do like when facebook is off and you're you don't have to show houses you don't have to get a listing appointment like what do you do what do you do to do you yeah man i'm kind of i'm just low-key 
like I appreciate you putting a censorship on like the fake life. Like, like, you know what I mean? I'm out there doing it up, but it's really not that exciting. Um, I like to eat good, you know what I mean? Obviously, I like to buy something. I like to buy something I can wear, you know, here and there. So like shopping and food is major to me, but like outside of that, man, it's just a close circle of people that I chop it up with. And um, I'm pretty low key, man. I'm pretty, I'm not really out there like that. Unless, unless you're gonna see me at the mall, you're gonna see me eating. I really, you're not really gonna catch me too many places. I'm usually so behind on regular life shit anyway with work. Like I have to do something stupid, like to get my laundry done or like clean my kitchen or something, you know what I mean? Like, so it's not really ill or exciting like that. Yes, we do know. Um, you don't have kids, do you? No, I don't have any kids. So what does the perfect girl look like then? I don't even know, man. I change with that, like with the weather. So that's probably why, that's probably why I don't, um, that's probably why I, I don't have kids or I'm not married, but it, I don't know if there, I, I don't know if there is like a perfect girl, you know what I mean? As you get older, you, there's no one's perfect, but I just like to move how I move. I definitely, I definitely rather spend my free time with the ladies and watch a football game. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's, yeah. I, don't, I don't understand why people have these hobbies about being around attractive women. But like, um, I don't really have a perfect one or a particular, a particular style. I kind of did before I came into real estate. But then you meet different people from like different walks of life and different styles, and you kind of like you just appreciate them for who they are. And it's good to have, it's good to have balance and diversity in that aspect. Who would you say is the most like influential person you've met in real estate? Like if you, if they were listening right now and you could tell them, who would that be? On a ground level, like a day to day would definitely be like my broker where I'm at. Um, you can have a long conversation and get deep about things, but like you could also just say one, like like a sentence and he's been through it before you will tell you what to do and how to get it done. So that, that's, that's definitely what's been a difference um, in my career. That's how my broker is too. He's pretty badass. No dream person. Like, who do you look at? Like, that's not someone that you're with on a daily. Like, that's in real estate. Doesn't even have to be in real estate. Just someone who you think like influence influence. Oh. I like I like people that that put in where like Floyd Mayweather. I like his work ethic. I like I like the way that he um just the way he did his business, the way he wanted to. He came out with his style in the ring the way he wanted to, but like, I really like his work ethic and um, the way he was able to achieve what he achieved in life, you know what I mean, with that. So so I always look at him as like inspirational. It's funny cause like, now that I'm in real estate, I got like a business model that comes in, it's real estate orientated. But like prior to that, it was like, I kind of looked like Puff or Jay or Russell Simmons doing like Bad Boy, Rockefeller, Death Jam. I'm like, all right. And then they granted, they, they branched out to these other businesses and they grew it and became successful. For me coming up, I didn't know a lot of um, ground up successful business owners. So those were kind of like people I looked at and I was like, yo, instead of it, I'm gonna do houses and then we're gonna, but I'm gonna have this and that. Like, you know what I'm saying? It mimic their style, but just in a different arena. So, you know what I mean? Anybody like that's successful, um, I respect them. They may not, but like, especially when it's like, you feel like it's someone like style orientated or maybe background orientated to you, you, you tend to adapt to that. What other businesses are you going to open then? If you're going to grow like an empire, don't know yet. No, nah, man, I'm sticking, I'm sticking to real estate. I'm going to stick to, uh, I'm going to stick to what I know because, um, that's it. So it's real simple, man. I just want to be top producing agent. I just want my team to grow and kill it. 
And then I just want to take all that money and do flips and then take all the flips and put it into passive income. And um, then I can do whatever I want with my personal time. And, and hopefully, you know, just run businesses, hire the right people, do it off your phone. But I, I think there's so much money in real estate and it, it, it's such a broad canvas, like for me to go outside of that and invest in some shit I don't know. Like yep. I, could, I could take my commission checks and throw them in the stocks, but I don't know stocks. You know what I'm saying? So I might as well just take all that and throw it into what I do with my wheelhouses. How many rental properties do you own right now? Not much. Not at all. I buy, I buy way more clothes than I do rental properties. So like, yeah, I only got one under me on the books. I got two with an ex-girlfriend. But like, it's just selling them off right now because our market's just skyrocketing. So, so hopefully I can get on my shit and, and, and sell a couple and, and grab a couple more. But the goal, the goal is supposed to be like 50000 a month after all my bills are paid. Profit, I don't know if it's going to take me five years. I don't know if it's going to take me 10. But I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty reasonable that I'd hit it in that time frame if, if things kind of hold their course. Do you do long-term rentals or do you do like the Airbnb stuff? Yeah, everything over here is long. There's not really many people coming to Florida to stay at an Airbnb. You know what I'm saying? Maybe there's one or two, but... Mine is um definitely um long term tenants and rentals, so so we buy them as holes and people rent them out, and um you know the prices have been going up a little, but the rents have been going up a little, but we're still like the lowest rent in the state, so I think there's a lot of room for us to grow. Am I the only one that's dying for like a Nathan Shona hat line? Is that just me? I just <laughs> I need a hat. Fuck TJ Maxx, so I can wear it when I go into Home Goods and shit. Like yeah. I want it. I wish I could one. Like a clothing line? Yeah. I feel like you were like prime for that. Like that could be a closing gift. Like here's a hat, here's a shirt. Like they can wear it around and be a billboard for you. I need <clears> to do that. I had a showing off care sweatshirts I was gonna make last winter and um give them out to people that like needed it. But um I didn't I didn't move forward on it, but it was crazy. Like a lot of agents were reaching out like I want one, you know what I'm saying, this and that. I was like, cool, but like, I still got so much to do in regards to real estate. Like, I can't get sidetracked with, with fashion, but it would be dope. It would be dope. It's like, I think someone reached out to me to do it and they were going to manage it. I just get my cut. I do it. And I definitely send you something. I definitely send you something um, on the house. You know, not that you need it. You definitely get your TJ Maxx look on Smash, but I mean. Look at this. This is all home goods right here, man. That's great. Every time, okay. every time I, I, I did like, that for you, just so you know. Yeah, every time I'm at a, a girl's house and I see something like, whether it's on the wall or, or that thing behind you written in cursive, I'm always like, how original, you know? How <laughs> original. That's how I live. <laughs> oh, my God. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Every time I go in there now, I'm going to feel like shit. So thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> it's funny. I was at someone's house like a couple months ago and I knocked it over and it broke. And I was like, that's the best thing that's ever happened to her. <laughs> I like to keep my tags on them so that people know how much I spent. That's it. Yeah, you yep. just, just like peel that off. fourteen ninety nine was important. You're just gonna peel off the little red pen that says it was cheaper than it originally was and keep the real sticker. They're gonna think you're doing it. <laughs> Pro tips. I like Pick it. Up. Pro tips. There you go. My shirt keeps twisting. I think it's one of the defective ones. That's why it wasn't teaching. <laughs> 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 
I, I think I'm the only one that's never even stepped foot in a TJ Maxx. I've never been in one. How are you even friends with her and I? That's weird. I, I that's just not my thing. I don't, and like my husband goes to Ross and I'm like, I don't see it. Like I can't find anything here. I don't get it. And we've come full circle back to yeah. China. <laughs> it's a powerful man. You you think it's a country or something, you know what I mean? With all the power that it has. Who knew? I just want TJ Maxx to reach out to you at some point for some sponsorship opportunities. For real. For real. There was like a thing online, like it was some sort of brokerages like uh, merchandise, like just floating in my newsfeed. Oh, it was an ad and I put something like, yo, I seen this at TJ Maxx. And then the company like responded. They were pissed. You know what I'm saying? So uh, <laughs> like, well, we how epic would it be though? Like if you had a hat line and they sold that shit at TJ Maxx, I mean, that would really be a full circle situation. For real, like if you're gonna give me a check. <laughs> there you go. Tomorrow, I'm gonna take the check because I'm gonna talk shit anyway. So I'd do it. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, a clause in the contract that you're not allowed to do any Facebook posts where you list out all the reasons you hate them. <laughs> Crazy, right? Yeah. I think that was one of the very first like Facebook posts I saw of yours. I was sitting in the hot tub and Kristen was like, we should interview this guy, Nathan Carroll. So I scoped your Facebook page. I was crying, laughing at you sitting in the hot tub. And I'm like, he has to be my friend on Facebook. I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. I appreciate that. It's funny what people respond to because like the TJ Maxx hit and then I remember like one time I did a post like cooking is for losers and like everyone <laughs> lost right? like everyone cooks, but I, I it's just funny what people respond to, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. <laughs> it's funny as hell. Yeah. I mean coconut is for losers for, for real. It's because we're all thinking it, but you have the balls to freaking say it. That's why. You know what it is? Like, I'm only good at, like, two things. Like, buying clothes and eating out every day. So, like, if I say I don't like TJ Maxx and I got a Gucci scarf, like, it hurts more. And if I'm doing, like, uh, cooking is for losers and I'm having, like, surf and turf on a Tuesday, like, it's going to sting. You're going you're gonna to look at that Kraft macaroni and cheese a little different, you know? So, that's why, that's why. I only got two uppercuts, but cooking and, and, and TJ Maxx are definitely, are definitely the ones. I'm like Tyson when I swing on those. Nice. <laughs> that would be a kick-ass tattoo, like right on your knuckle. Like TJ Maxx on one side and coconuts on the other side. That'd be bitching. <laughs> That's really good. Cool. it. That's hilarious. So you, you seem like the perfect guy for a vanity plate on a car. So can you please tell me what your license plate is? Because I know you got one. Please tell me you do. No, so it's whatever was like assigned to me. What? Front, opportunity. Right? The the front of it's like actually bent. Cause I don't know if I hit something. I probably did hit something, right? But whatever. I don't think it was a person, so I can talk about it. Um but <laughs> I don't want to be late for a show and over someone that walks. Like, you know what I mean? Like the kind deserve better than that. But I it's kind of like bent the front of my plate, so yeah, it's really not a good look. I'm I, I fell out of love with my car a long time ago, though. You know what I'm saying? It's like a bad relationship. I'm trying to I'm trying to leave it behind and level up the first chance I get. What are you gonna leave a BMW? Yeah, I got a BMW, and I like them. I don't want the dealership to be mad at me. I might want to get another one, but all that like I've always wanted a G wagon too. So it'll we'll see how it goes. Hopefully, hopefully next year. I was gonna do it this year. But then I was just like, I'd rather just get a driver and a personal assistant 
spend my money on that because then I'll be able to get to my phone and it kind of you kind of make more money. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's the difference with a team than just being an agent to me. It's like I'm throwing more money into my business, hoping to recoup it later on and do bigger, better things. Yes, this Jewish girl needs to like get her mind around this and stop being cheap. Like <laughs> do what you're doing. Be responsible. <laughs> what are you what are you doing in your community are you like when you like as a realtor are you like giving back to your community are you doing is there like an end game for like you want to build something in your community like what do you want to do for your community i like to do my shit in my community i mean i'm kind of known i'm kind of known for helping out here and there just doing little i do little random acts of shit you know what i mean i'm not i'm not by the calendar like yo it's thanksgiving let's go throw turkeys out of the u-haul but um <laughs> I uh I like to participate in the holidays too, but like randomly when I have it like that, I like to give back. Um, you know. But also what's cool, I think what's really cool is just being down from where you're from and being relatable because maybe coming up, maybe coming up seeing successful people and the the way our economy structured over here, they're not they're not they might not be getting money on a on a nine to five or a suit and tie type of way. So you're seeing people with fly shit and cars and the life you want. That's that's a short stop and a short game. So so being able to do it a little bit different out here and being able to kick it and be like, yo, yeah, you can you can you can get legit money and do your thing and, and have a safe, healthy life. That I think that speaks a lot to the people out here. Education on how to buy and invest in real estate and get them to that next level for them because probably not a lot of people know that you can. I mean, I know even in our world, a lot of people don't understand the buying process and that they can absolutely do this. Exactly, just like anything, whether it's real estate or not, when you get in business, right? You want equity, you want things, you want things that aren't liabilities, you want things that are going to pay you assets. And I know, definitely know, like growing up, man, I'd be outside, I'd be outside of multifamily neighborhoods all day, every day. I had no idea that someone, someone owned those and was making money off of them. I just thought people lived in them. So definitely, and, and being over here, that's kind of suited that like multifamilies are our backyard. You don't got to go far to get it done. That's awesome. So you like, you like teaching, do you do like classes? Like, do you, like, I can't see, do you? I used to, I used to do a lot of them. Like I had a place out in Boston that was doing like um, real estate classes and I would go up and I'd speak every once in a while, you know what I mean? And it's cool. I like, I don't mind doing that, you know, it's funny to me. Like I hated school. I don't care what classroom I want to get out of it, but now like I'll go, you know what I mean? If I'm going to be the star, I might as well shine, you know what I mean? It's different, it's different than sitting at the desk. I love that. I think it's different when you're, because I'm the same way. I hated school. I couldn't wait to get out. I didn't step foot in a college. I couldn't stand even thinking about spending money on college. But when you have a passion and you love something, you want to show it to somebody else, especially when you can make tons of money and potentially retire at an early age. Why not? And that's you know? the thing for it, right? Because like school's like a whole bunch of different subjects and a whole bunch of different shit. And it's cool. Don't get me wrong. Like some people love school and they were real successful at it. And it molds you into the type of adult you're going to be. But like, for me, it was never that thing. But it'd be like real estate. Like you're just focused on one subject that has a couple different things branched out. And even like life is school, right? You're going out and you're learning from the people that are around you that came before you that do it better. Like it's like that stupid saying, man, but it's right. If like you got five people that are successful at something and that's your circle, that's your room, 
you're going to be just kicking it with them. You're going to learn how to be the sixth successful person. So, so knowledge is definitely important. You just go about it different ways in life. So before real estate, was there anything that you wanted to do or be like, was there something that you had your, your mindset on or was it always real estate? Nah, I mean, I was just an individual. Like, so I just, I just cared about my quality of life and how I wanted to be. So like, I was just always wanting to get money and, and live a good life and be fly and like, you know, just as shallow as they come. How old are you? Can I ask you that? Yeah, I'm 39 until November. I'm going to be 40. Nice. I look young, right? Yeah, that's why I was asking. <laughs> you know what, Jess? I bet, like, Jess and I are about to be, you know, older. Um, and <laughs> we shop at TJ Maxx, but we look old as fuck. So maybe, maybe that's the correlation. Well, maybe if gonna... we start shopping there, we'll start feeling younger. I don't know. I wasn't going to tell you about like TJ Maxx years and how it's different than regular years, but. <laughs> <laughs> there should be a scale, like a sliding scale for sure. I was going to say, you look like every guy I dated in high school. That's what you look yeah. like. <laughs> like I can smell like the cool water cologne in 1996 through the screen right now. You look like every dude I used to date. <laughs> well, I wasn't even going to go in on you until you said cool water cologne. That's, that's bootleg. I had pills. <laughs> Oh, yes, definitely. Don't even think about those guys. That's a lot of pain. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> I'm like a beer with him. Like we need to go like hang out with him. Totally. Yeah. I want to take his ass to a TJ Maxx. That's what I want to do. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Maybe what's your biggest? Oh, sorry, Ange. Go ahead. No, you're fine. I was going to say, what's your biggest piece of advice for a brand new agent? Like, what would you tell them you have to do? Just get with killers. Just get with people that are killing the game, that are business orientated and get you where you want to be in life. Because when you're going to do that, like, that's, that's it. Like, I feel like you can grind everything out. You're going to learn. You're going to fail. All that shit's going to come. But it's kind of like you want to surround yourself with the right team and the right people. And that'll separate you. You know what I'm saying? And that's definitely the number one thing. Like you can make your friends places, you can bullshit with people, but that doesn't mean that, that that's who you want on your business side. So have your business lined up for your business and your personal for your personal. Get down, get down with people that are really doing it big in their market that, that are suited to what you want to do and just follow their lead. It's kind of easy. Right. I'm, I'm glad that you said that because a lot of people, like we have like the against everybody mentality like when you get into this game you shouldn't be looking at the number one person i mean you should be looking at them as your competition but you should be looking at them as your i want to learn from them oh. i want to see you know how are they doing it what do i got to do to be that number one and i think a lot of realtors in our business think that they need to be rude to each other and they need to be you know not nice to each other when in fact you should be looking up to those people. So I'm glad that you said that in that way because the way other realtors think in this business is just, it's, it's mind blowing to me. Mm -hmm. That's a really good point, man. Cause it's kind of like ego, it's an ego business. I think people might use it to like feed their shortcomings. Right. Like, like you got hit with the Dodge wall a lot when you were young and now like you sell a million dollar houses, good for you. But like, I don't look at it like that. Cause here's the thing, I think, I think I'm blessed just to, to live the life I want to live on, on terms I want to live it. And that, that's happiness right there. So I do this for my joy. And like, for me, like maybe some people are making more money than me here. Maybe some people have a different style there, 
at the end of the day, there's been times in my life where I'm like, oh, I got to crush 20 under agreement and I crush it. But like, where's my life enjoyment on that? Like, I'm not happy. And I don't, I rule everybody on like, even if someone doesn't like me or I may not personally like them, I'm not dumb. I know that like an individual success brings more success for, for everybody. And I, I'll never hate on that. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big supporter of anybody in real estate that's doing their thing, no matter how they're doing it. Well, you're super humble and I'm super excited that we got to interview you because I see a different side of you now. I don't see the, I don't see the, the, uh, the headstrong person on Facebook. You're super humble and you're super down to earth. Um, so I'm, I appreciate you coming on the phone, on the phone. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, and talking with us and opening yourself up and showing, uh, the world and the real estate world who you really are. I think it's great. Well, thank you so much for having me on. I've never seen such beautiful TJ Maxx models in my life. You haven't changed my mind on that store at all, but as, as individuals, you're all stars and you're all shining. Well, thank, oh, thank you. you. Thank you. Very well. Right, thanks for uh, joining us today, guys. We're your homegirls. Bye. We hope you loved our show today. If you enjoyed it, do the homegirls a favor and leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen. Share this episode with all of your homegirls and friends and find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at homegirlco.